You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome in to episode number 88 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host, Jesse Taylor, and we are the Babes on Broad, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. And the birds are headed to Arizona to go into week five of the season, currently 4-0, and we are not going to Arizona, unfortunately. But a lot of Eagles fans are making the trip. If I didn't have a baby, I would try to go to Arizona. Um. I don't have a baby, and I should have tried to go to Arizona because Arizona looks awesome. Yeah, Philly sports trips. I actually – I know the girl whose brother, like, runs it and, okay. um, and like, started it. And they've done – like, they've just done such an amazing job starting this up. And, like, there's, like, a whole plane of Eagles fans going. Like, yes, we know Eagles fans travel well, but now that there's, like – a thing that puts it together and and hosts it and really coordinates it like it's really cool i definitely have to get to one of them at some point but this year's a little challenging however (laughs) at some point we will make it happen understandable understandable so this arizona cardinals team they're two and two a very um like literally my thought on the cardinals is eh, because they are just literally exactly that like they're two and two 500 and they're exactly that middle pack of the league kind of team like you can't completely sleep on them because they're good enough they could do something but like you should not lose to them right I think um the Cardinals are a team where like especially I think the last two seasons especially is this is sort of where they've been is they've started off hot and looked like this extremely dominant unbeatable team and then they've sort of tapered off at the end and um you know if that comes down to kyler murray watching film or not watching film who knows but usually this is the time where like the arizona cardinals are you know the team to beat right and they are just very much not that yeah so i'm you're absolutely right like eh, i think they they are a very 
I don't want to say a predictable team, but you sort of, you know what you're getting into at this point. And I, I hesitate to say that because the thing that concerns me is the comparison of Jalen Hurts to Kyler Murray and the kind of style they play with. Now, I think Jalen Hurts has shown improve, more improvement than Kyler Murray. And yes. I think a lot of, I think the ego and the attitude thing, we've we've obviously seen the, the, oh, the yeah. last, you know, six months or so, we've seen the differential there. But um, I, I just think that like, you know what you're getting from this Cardinals team and you're not going to be surprised by much. No, and that's a great point, Jess, because these, like on paper and a couple years ago, Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts were very, very um, compatible. Like they had a very similar game because right. they were a rushing quarterback that did have some passing ability. But now, like you said, Jalen, we've just seen improvement upon improvement in all aspects of his game, but especially his passing game. And Kyler, we haven't seen that. And then also one thing that Jalen's always had over Kyler was Jalen is ha, and has always been an, an a notch, a, I can't say the word, an incredible, we'll change the word, there you go, an incredible leader. And Kyler Murray has always been the exact opposite. He's the kid in the locker room. He's immature. Obviously, you see that, like you said, the last couple months. So yeah, that like even that narrative. So that's like out the window now. It's just not even the same. They yeah. do have a, um, a decent defense. That's like their thing that they have going for them. They have an okay, um, they have a few weapons like James Connors, their lead rushing, um, I guess, weapon besides Kyler. And then you have Hollywood Brown. But even Hollywood Brown right now, he's had some kind of foot injury. It didn't stop him. He ended up, I think he suffered it like last Friday and he still ended up playing in Sunday's game. But it might slow him down a little bit. And if they don't have him, besides Zach Ertz, they really Yeah. He's also you know what I mean? Players. Yeah. Like, he's not he's not reliable, unfortunately. Well, and Zach's a good piece to have. Like he was in that twenty eighteen season. He was a great piece to have in that ensemble. He's he's not good enough to be the piece because of that. Yeah. I mean he but like that's the reason the Ravens didn't keep him is because he just he he wasn't in what they thought he would be when they Oh, did. you're talking about Brown. I thought you said Ertz. Oh God, no. Sorry, not Zach. I know. Zach I was Ertz like pretty reliable. Let's be a little less harsh on yeah. our guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never. Um, you're absolutely right. I mean, and and for them, especially like you're right, their defense is not bad, but they are still allowing almost twenty six points per game. They're, you know, way better up front than they are on the back end. And, you know, the Eagles can hurt you in in every aspect of an offensive game. So, I mean, if you're if you're allowing, you know, 26 points per game and you're not, you know, not doing great things in your secondary, um, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are, are, are going to hurt you. Yes. Pretty significantly. Yes. And then. If they don't, all the other weapons that this offense has right. will. So, I mean, it is – and the good thing is just that I feel like most people think this, and there was an issue in the Eagles press conference yesterday that proves this, is that the in the press conference the media didn't even ask 
Jalen like anything about this game because everybody's kind of just like, eh. But right. the good thing about it was Jalen being the freaking amazing leader that he is yeah. addressed it at the end. It was like, Hey, nobody even asked me about this game this week. Don't treat it like that kind yeah. of thing. Like don't sleep on this team. And he kind of called it out. And that is something that we probably, if he didn't address it, we probably wouldn't have thought about it. But the fact that he did address it means the world in that fact, just because it's like, okay, at least, you know, the most important people going into this game, have that mindset that they can't be slept on because that's really the only thing that would trip them up is that because right out we are the better team straight up better team the only way we lose to this cardinals team is if we play down Mm -hmm. and if we have if they had the mentality that the media and the fans do around this game and it seems like by jalen's comments that they don't so that's really reassuring to hear yeah the other, you know, I, I don't even want to say negative. Well, I guess it is a negative. The only other negative for the Eagles going into this game is, you know, they're, they are banged up a little bit and we're still not sure who exactly they're going to have available to them based on their injuries this week. So, um, you know, Darius Slay is looking, looking pretty good. He's practiced had full practice the last two days, which is great for, you know, his availability to play. Um, we found out today that Jake Elliott's out most likely for, for Sunday. So they did sign a kicker to their practice squad who was kicking for Justin Tucker for the Ravens in the preseason. Um, Justin Tucker didn't play in the preseason at all. So, you know, we have a, a new kicker in there, which, you know, could sway Nick Sirianni one way or another on two point conversions, things like that, being a little more aggressive there. Um, if they're, you know, not sure more, you know, going forward on fourth down at, a little bit earlier in, um, in a drive or, you know, not as, as close to, um, you know, as close to the red zone or something like that um, instead of taking a field goal. Uh, so, so that is something to keep an eye on there. But then, you know, you also have someone like Jordan Mailata who's day to day could play Sunday, which would be awesome, but also, you know, he's been, been limited. Um, so you'd still have Jack Driscoll over there. Um, so those are, you know, those things are a potential negative. The only Again, you don't want to use injuries as like a saving grace, but um, you know, on the opposite side, th- there are three starters for the uh, Cardinals' offensive line that are banged up and questionable, and I can assure you that their offensive line coach is not Jeff Stoutland. So, yeah, for the Eagles' defense, that could be a positive going into this week. Yes, a very big one. Um, yeah, I also like, I kind of wonder though, just like, because we have those injuries and stuff, do you think that Philly, like, is this the type of game that they'd be like, you know, we're just going to give you guys an extra week's rest. We have a big week with Dallas next week. We're just gonna try to win this with some of our backups in to plug those areas. Um, I think it depends on if it's going to do more damage or not. I think that's ultimately what it's going to come down to. I think if they could set themselves back by toughing it out and playing, they that that there's a different chance than if it's there's no chance of them getting worse. You know what I mean? If it's just something yeah. sore that they kind of have to deal with. Um because ultimately the other thing to think about is the Eagles have their bye week coming up already. 
So yes. the Eagles have the Cardinals and then Dallas and then the bye. So, you know, I, I think that could could go either way, right? So it could either lead to, all right, I can tough it out for, you know, two weeks and then have the extra week of rest or rest up, take the bye, come back super healthy, you know, that last week of October when they play the Steelers, who are also not very good. Um, so, you know, it, it could go either way. I'm not sure which they will opt for. Um, again, I think they have the benefit of their schedule being on their side, but you don't ever want to take any game lightly because you want to be sitting in the best position in January as possible. Yep. And you never know, you know, when you're going to, you know, the Cardinals, for example, you know, like if they sort of get it together, like they're an NFC team, you could potentially see again down the road. So you need to, you know, consistently put your best foot forward and, you know, play, play your game. And, you know, the last time these teams met, it was a really good game. It was a shootout towards the end. It was like you know, 800 yards of total offense or something wild. Like it was insane. I think Kyler threw for like over 400 yards. And, you know, Jalen Hurts threw for 338 and three touchdowns and then added an extra 60 and a touchdown on the ground. Like it was a wild game. So, you know, I do think it's going to be a good game because I think that these offenses both, I mean, obviously the Eagles can be explosive, but like the, the Cardinals can be explosive. Um, but you know, also in that game, Michael Jaquette was one of the starting cornerbacks. So exactly. Different team, different different. team, different morale. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not expecting that. (laughs) I just Um, don't know. I know it is tough because even thinking we'll get to it, like the game predictions, like, I don't know what to expect. I truly don't. No idea. I have no clue. I have no clue. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will actually put our thoughts into words and articulate how we actually feel <laughs> about this upcoming game. You are listening to The Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back into episode number 88 of Babes on Broad. So we kind of just were scatterbrained in the first part of this episode because we really, it can go a couple ways out in Arizona this weekend. But Jess, if we have to kind of bring our thoughts together, what are your keys to success for this game? I think, you know, my my keys to success are kind of going to be the same that they were 
a week ago. And, you know, you're going to have to win this game. Now, the weather's obviously not a factor in this one, um, but you're going to have to win this game in the trenches. I think that allowing, you know, the offensive line doing their job, especially if you have one or more backups in who, again, are, are guys that are no strangers to playing time, especially on this offensive line. Um, but I think the offensive line is going to have to, you know, do their job on the ground, whether they're, you know, obviously on the ground, whether they're, you know, their play is on the ground or in the air um, to be able to let the offense sort of be free flowing and, and sort of do whatever they want to do, because relying on field goals is not going to get you anywhere, especially, you know, we, I don't know anything about this kicker, right? Like, I don't know how good or bad he is. We won't know until Sunday, but yeah. we do know that Jake Elliott is a pretty damn good kicker and pretty reliable, except when there's 20 mile an hour wind gusts happening. Like that's, that's it, right? Like that's the only issue that we've Jake Elliott's had in the last two years. So you want, you know, the offense needs to be able to do their job and that's going to come down to the offensive line. And then I think on the opposite end, especially if they have some banged up linemen, you know, the defensive line doing their jobs to make the secondary's job a little bit easier. That's, that's what you're going to want to see because you've also seen that like, I feel like when you watch Kyler Murray play, He's very, like, we talk about all the time how Jalen Hurts is, like, stoic. And even Nick Sirianni said it the other day on the Pat McAfee show. He was like, I've been in his face screaming at him. And his face does not change. Like, he is just unfazed by anything. He's obsessed with football. He's obsessed with getting better. And he's unfazed by anything. Kyler Murray, on the other hand, like, he gets hit three times in a row. And all of a sudden, like, he starts to look around, like, who can I blame for this kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Like, you get that vibe, like it's you know nothing's ever my fault. Um, it's the maturity, a hundred percent. And I think mm -hmm. J obviously Jalen Hurts is leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of players in the NFL in yes. terms of maturity and the way that he just carries and handles himself. Um, but I so I think that the frustration factor can play in to the way that the Cardinals unfold and how this game will unfold in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles if the defense can cause a little bit of the same kind of you know havoc that they caused for Trevor Lawrence. And I'm yeah. thinking like, I just, I mean, I think this Eagles team, they can put up points. Like I think I, I expect 30 like every week from this team now, right now, you know, like it's funny. Cause I just talked to John Ritchie and he just said the same exact thing. He was like, I expect 30 points. <laughs> yeah, like I just they can because you they have shown you us that they can score at will in any way they would like to. Yeah. So I'm expecting 30 points and I'm expecting the defense to, you know, do their job in some capacity. So, you know, like a 30 20 final score. I like that. What I'm expecting ish. I like that. Once again, what I originally wrote, I already changed. Of my score and I did it in the other show too but no I'm very similar to you with everything I mean one of the keys don't play down we already talked about that you have to play to your ability um I want to see a good offensive game plan that we've been seeing so that's nothing different there but um they're not a terrible defense for Arizona so I think that they should keep trying to try new things keep it creative spread the ball around and still have success doing so so I think that'll be a key and then also just the Eagles D I think they need to contain Arizona's rushing game which is James Connor 
and Kyler Murray. And if they can control that and then the secondary stop Hollywood Brown, I think there's really no worry in this game uh, to not jinx it, knock on wood. But so those are like my three keys right there. And I'm very similar to you. I'm like nervous because I just always get anxious. We talked about this in the show before, yeah. like, because we are undefeated. So it's like one of these weeks, it's going to happen. And no, with no. this roster, I mean, not with this roster, with this schedule, like they shouldn't lose to any of these teams, but it's going to happen. So yeah. it's like, who is going to get the upset? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, so that kind of like looms over. But yeah, so I originally had 20 to 17, but I think... I feel better with like a 24 20 or a 27 20. Yeah. That kind of way. So I don't really have an exact score prediction, but yeah, 24 27 birds, 20 Cardinals. Guess I can't really say birds. Keep saying birds. And no. I mean, both are the birds. But I will say it is Cardinals hate week around here. It is. How it's, crazy is that? I, okay. That's crazy enough. The craziest part of this to me is game one is 11 years to the day of that game five loss when Ryan Howard tore his Achilles. That I is didn't know that. screwing with my brain too much, too much. But I did see a tweet that was like the Cardinals like effectively ended the run of Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins. It only yep. makes sense for the Phillies now to end the run of Yadier Molina um, Brian Wainwright and our pool holes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. Most I, important one in that bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, um, well, depending on who you are, Dion would be like, Yachty. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I didn't even know the first part of that, that it was exactly 11 years to the day. So, wow. But, um, yeah, the second tweet I saw, and I hope so, because it's only right. Philadelphia needs a little vengeance. I don't know how I feel about that series yet. Um, I'm a little nervous, but I do think there's, yeah, like I'm kind of like 50-50. I do think there's a chance that Philly can step it up, but they're going to have to step it up. They can't obviously play like they have been playing in the month of September. They so, won uh, a series against the Cardinals, though, didn't they? That was when Alec Bohm decided to, like, get his life together and was just, like, hitting out of his mind right before the All-Star, right? Yeah, and it ended up, I think it was – uh is Bohm and somebody, um, maybe Matt Vierling, that ended up winning that series for him. And I saw a tweet that if they didn't win that series earlier in the year, that, oh, no, it was against the the Brewers. Brewers. That was the Brewers because Josh hadn't given up. Yes. He hadn't given up a run. That was Bohm. 27, like, appearances or something. And they Alec Bohm and Matt Vierling effectively ruined that and then the Padres traded for him and he has been garbage since they acquired him they broke him they did they did but it's also just insane though because one whoever does this math props to you guys because I could not I'm like over here like they won this team lost what does that mean and I just wait for somebody else to do the math for me but um no but so that series that they won against the Brewers made all the difference because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have had the tiebreaker and they wouldn't have been in the wild card. Yeah. So wild. And you know, it's, it's funny because we talk about like when the NFL added the extra wild card, we talked about last year, how like the Eagles absolutely like did not belong in the playoffs. Yes. 
I'm hoping that doesn't happen with the Phillies. But even so, I was, I'm just happy they're there. I'm happy the drought is over. It brought me so much joy. And I hope they at least win a game. I do. Yeah, I hope they don't absolutely look horrid. But that's the thing. I mean, there is a chance that they win because this team is good when they play and they're on. Up to but standard. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. The, it is good that they have uh, Wheeler and Nola for the first two games. But then also, that's usually not the problem, knock on wood. Like, it's always their offense when yeah. those two are pitching. So, I mean, we'll see. Side note, I did speak to Lisa Ertz earlier this week, uh-huh. um, just because obviously we're playing Zach, a little bit of an emotional tie there. And Lisa and Nick, who we talked to on the show before, they still live in Philly. Oh. So, yeah, and they have the Ertz Family Foundation, Nick's in school. Um, so they're still in the area. And I asked Lisa, and I was like, hey, like, obviously you're rooting for Zach. Very understandable, duh. But I was like, how do you kind of balance these emotions? And she said that she's going to be wearing a Phillies jersey over or with her Cardinals jersey. Amazing. Amazing. And I was like, you are one of us, you angel on earth. Oh, love her. She's right. She's I love it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how uh, this this weekend versus those red birds go. Yeah, boo Cardinals. Cardinals Extinct. Cardinals hate week. The Eagles are the only birds that matter, and then the Phillies yeah. are just – And I promise, guys, we're going to be so much more pumped when the Phillies and the Eagles are playing than the energy we're bringing right now. It's been a tough Thursday. I just don't know what to think about this game because now – Me either. No, everything feels trappy, and I'm yep, just – 100%. Like they should not, they should not lose this game. No, easy as that. They're the better team to lose this game. But again, if then they do, I I wouldn't. I'd be. I would be like, yeah, I I could see that coming. Yeah, but I mean, in all honesty, though, Jess, I do think that worst comes to worst, that they start playing down or come out lackluster because they think they're supposed to win, and then I think we're good enough that we could, whatever we go down by because of that mentality, I do think they're good enough that they could snap out of it and come back. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so realistically, I don't see them losing. So everyone beating the Cardinals this weekend is what we're, what we're saying. Yes. 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 Fantastic. Great. If well, you had to choose. Stop it. The Phillies or the Eagles winning against the Cardinals this week. Who are you choosing? If I had to choose, one has to, absolutely has to lose. Yes. If one absolutely has to lose, I would pick the Eagles. Me too, because it's playoffs for the Phillies. Uh-huh. Phillies get to keep playing. The Eagles play yes. again next week. 100%. I agree with you. I Eagles, don't think it would happen that way if one team lost, but. The Eagles could literally go 500 from here and be a 10-win team, 10 or 11-win team. That's how that Amazing. Works. Like, that's. So, if I had to pick one and one absolutely, no question, had to lose, I would say the I would go with the Phillies for this weekend. Yes, I agree. If it was just a regular series against the no. For this weekend only, Phillies. I agree. Go Phils. Go Phils. Go Birds. We're going to wrap it up from here. So thank you for listening to today's episode, episode 88 of Babes on Broad. As per usual, thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation for hosting us. We'll be back next week, Monday, to recap, hopefully, again, many wins against all of the Cardinals. So make sure you're looking out for, for that following everywhere, subscribed and go birds and go Phillies.